That's a good point. I, for for what it's worth, Anthony, what, what were you what hoping made me think of this from, from this from this question? <laughs> that's so dumb. Now I'm trying to think of something else that smelled worse, but I I just walked into my other room before the podcast and my neighbor smoked cigarettes and it smelled like cigarettes and I was like, God, that's the worst smell, but. I feel like it doesn't really compare to, to uh. the bombs that you two just dropped. So I'll, uh, I'll relinquish my time here. <laughs> you walked home and you like stubbed your toe on the coffee table. You're like, God, yeah. what's the worst pain you ever felt? Got my like, legs ripped I was shot off. in the knee. I was stabbed in the kidneys. Jeez, I I'll, I guess I'll never ask that specific of a question again. Just be like, do you guys like the smell of cigarettes? No? Okay. Let's start the podcast. <laughs> The Q4 pod, we, we take the Q4 podcast global, right? So we go on a world tour where we just, we don't, okay. Okay, hear me out. I love this idea and I'm laughing about it before <laughs> I even explain, but hear me out. Take the Q4 podcast global, we go on a world tour, not like a live show thing where we have a crowd. We just like go to different hotel rooms around the world and just record there. Um, so we don't have to worry about pulling in fans in, you know. Sweden, because I think actually I think one percent of our listens on any platform is from Sweden. But I digress. <laughs> um, Shout out to Sweden. Sweden loves us. What can I say? But we just travel around the world for fifty weeks, because that's uh, that's how much we can afford on the Q4 budget, which is massive. Um, we record a new podcast in a hotel room each week. And we only talk about American sports still because that's all we really know about. I think, I mean, where do I sign? Yeah. like Oh, you already did. That sounds fantastic. Just by, by being a part of the Q4 oh. podcast, you have signed up for any harebrained scheme I hatch. So. Perfect. Is that before, after, or during our um, kind of like takeover of all known major sports here in that's America. during so like that when people MLB, get mad at us NFL. they can't find us it's actually our secret okay, way of we just like running away <laughs> and hiding hunkering down for a bit until everyone kind of calms down about the whole deal i like it um and with that welcome to the q4 podcast your favorite podcast hosted by three college friends who are currently plotting to take over every major sport in america gentlemen We've been recording for 25 minutes, and I haven't asked the question, how are we doing tonight? <laughs> you guys, this may be the best I have felt on any given show. Like, go back for the, the two-plus years that we've been doing the Q4 podcast. This may be the single greatest I have felt at any time in which we were recording. It's Q4 after nice. dark, so that's got to have something to do with it, right? Although we are in yeah. Minnesota still in winter, so like after dark is anytime post 6 p.m. I don't know. I think just the, the last week that I've had uh, in Jeff City, the weather has gotten fantastic just out of nowhere because uh, we had the kind of the same cold snap that Minnesota did, just a little less severe. Uh, but then out of nowhere, last week we got a 70 degree day. Uh, we've been in the uh, upper 50s, lower 60s, and kind of sunny pretty much ever since then. Uh, so that's been helping uh, at work, did a couple of stories down at the lake today uh, or today and yesterday. Uh, so I got to be down at the lake doing some some cool stories um, and baseball started today. That is the the single greatest thing that has happened. I don't know if it's because of the pandemic, the shortened season, just kind of all the, the stuff we went through as as a community, as a society, as a country last year. Uh, just something about just having baseball back and listening to a game on the radio while I'm driving from the lake back to work, um, whatever that was, there was just this overwhelming sense of joy that I must have looked like a total lunatic, just smiling <laughs> as I'm driving down the highway today. But oh my goodness, gentlemen, I am feeling absolutely fantastic. And you're, if I remember correctly, you're you're headed straight into your weekend now, aren't you? Don't you have Monday, Tuesday? Uh, no, off? my off days got shifted, so now I have Wednesday, Thursday off. Oh, possibly okay. the well, worst still, middle weekend of the week possible. feeling good right what was that tj it's probably the worst weekend possible wednesday thursday yeah 
And I think, yeah, I don't know, like any combination of, of middle days of the week, like either Tuesday, Wednesday or Wednesday, Thursday, that just kind of kind of blows. But I mean, still, you know, uh, most weekends I go down to visit family in St. Louis and uh, both my grandma and my aunt are retired. So it's not like their schedule is affected by it. You know, grocery stores are open and they're usually pretty empty on like Thursday at noon. Um, Ooh, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's it has its perks. Um, yeah. Would I rather have, you know, Saturday, Sunday off like a normal person? Sure. But, you know, I'm trying to be positive about it. Wednesday, Thursday. It's 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 tight. it's got it's, it's got its perks. Well, and the uh, the overhanging calendar is is getting shorter and shorter by every podcast we we create for the return of Noah Brown. Yeah, I yeah. so something something I'm looking forward to for sure. Oh, thanks, man. I appreciate Get to it. Those summer months. Okay, here's the weird thing though, like it's March tomorrow. Don't say that. Don't Does that say seem that. like we're not even close to that, or do, do you guys feel like, oh yeah, March? Yeah, it's it's it about time feels... for March. Like, because to me, it feels like January yeah. still. Like, I don't even know. It just does not feel. It feels like, like November feel... of twenty twenty. Like, I don't. I don't <laughs> think. I, I feel perpetually like we are starting winter. Yeah, I think because sense. the. I think because the weather has gotten good down here, I'm starting to feel like the the time of year actually matches what is happening outside um but yeah i think i mean really throughout last year all sense of time was thrown off but really once winter started last year so maybe like around like october or so i I lost all sense of of what month it was what day it was uh where i was who i was uh whatever uh, but <laughs> all the exactly <laughs> um but yeah i think and I, i've said this a couple of times but i feel like the days themselves kind of drag on but the weeks and the months of the last, you know, probably like half year or whatever, have just been flying by, and I do not know why. Yes, yes, that is. I literally had that exact conversation with Liz today. We were like, the days can take so long, but then all of a sudden we're in March, or all of a sudden we're like done with this month. Like, what? How does that work? But I mean, whatever. Here we are, and yeah, like just seeing that on Twitter today baseball is back like the twins oh my gosh twins are playing oh, baseball yeah. it's like wait a second it's kind of a light at the end of the tunnel here it feels like or at least some sort of and maybe it's just a lamp or something but it's better than the darkness that it's that has been and golf season coming up who's not excited for golf season no one's yeah, not are you tweeting while we're doing I absolutely podcast. am. Yeah, I'm. I'm tweeting about like recording it. the podcast while we record the podcast. It's my new media strategy, which is called uh, just tweet through it and <laughs> see where that goes. <laughs> um, I also thought it was very funny that we are. We. I mean, we've sort of adjacently mentioned sports, but we are now. Um, 27 minutes and 46 seconds into recording, and we have not actually talked about sports yet. And I think that's a beautiful thing about this podcast. Okay, let's let's dive right into sports right now, though, because we have mentioned it a couple times. Baseball is back. Uh, the Cardinals, yep. they tied in their first game. Uh, the Twins beat the Red Sox in their first game. Uh, Nolan Arenado debuted today. Uh, I mean, there's just, there's a lot of, really really exciting things going on right now and i was talking to one of my uh co-workers uh one of our sports reporters about this uh kind of how the al field is shaping up and i am more of an nl fan than an al fan just by being a um a cardinals fan and so i i, I wanted to ask you guys uh, made a specific note to to ask you this but just where do the twins stack up in the field of the al because i think World kind of their main their main competitors for the central. I'm just going to ignore that and blow through. Um, <laughs> the the twins and the Sox are kind of the main contenders for the central. Um, Kevin, our sports reporter, is from New York and he's a Yankees fan. So we were talking about that. Uh, looks like kind of the Yankees and the Rays are kind of the the favorites out of the East. Uh, who do you think is the favorite out of the West, and how do the Twins stack up against whoever that might be? Uh, the favorite out west is is that's a tough one. 
because that whole division is just kind of like it used to be that the favorite was the Astros, and now they're no one's favorite. I don't know. The the A's had. <laughs> uh, granted, it was a you know shortened season, sixty games, but the A's played really well last season. I was I was going to mention like it. If I have to pick one, it's probably the A's, just because I don't want to begrudgingly think that the Astros are going to do it again. Um, because what what it, the Angels, for Mike Trout's sake, I want to be good. But also, I know that life isn't fair and they won't be. It's not going to happen. Because <laughs> despite the fact that that man deserves to win so many World Series... The Angels will not do a single thing about it. They are perfectly content sitting at third in the division. It's funny. We were we were talking about this, me and Kevin, earlier this uh, this evening as well. Um, just talking about how kind of poorly the Angels roster has been managed. If you go on the Angels main website right now, they've got three players uh, on kind of the, the, the background, kind of the display. Uh, they've got Mike Trout, obviously. And then they have Albert Pujols and Shohei Otani. And Albert Pujols, I think it's safe to say, has been a disappointment in Los Angeles for the last decade. Oh, yeah. Uh, he he definitely was not the player he was in St. Louis. And it pains me to say that because I love Albert Pujols as a player and as a person. Uh, but he has just not been good for the last decade. And Shohei Otani has been injured for a lot of his tenure with the Angels. So you look, those are kind of their, your, if those are your three top bill players, those are the people you're trying to get people to come to the ballpark to see and two out of three of them are either underperforming or injured, and you're spending that much money on them, I mean, what? what's the point? You're not going to be able to win a lot of games when you're paying Albert Pujols $30 million a year to bat 220 uh, and hit maybe 20 home runs. Now, now hear me out. Oh, wait a second, Noah. In 2019, he batted 244. So <laughs> maybe he's worth all that money. He batted almost um, 250. He batted almost, almost league average. You're you're giving him one million dollars per uh, per batting average point. Over the, <laughs> the yeah, you know, he, he had a two hundred forty million dollar contract. He's batting two forty for the Angels. It, it makes sense to me. One million dollar for uh, yeah per That's batting average point. That's how contracts work, right? That's actually how they're structured. Is that for every every baseball you hit, you get a million dollars. Every everyone you hit or everyone you put out of the park. No, for every it, baseball you hit. Oh man. That's how it works. <laughs> Do you think so? If that logic was true, TJ, okay, here's here's a hypothetical for you, TJ. You have 162 games, okay? You get a million dollars per baseball put in play. So not, <laughs> not even not put in play, Anthony. Not even put in play. No, no, no. Every I'm, time you make contact with you. the baseball. Okay, let's see that that's that's where I'm drawing the line though. Do you think like what what do you make that year if you actually put it in play without bunting? Well, uh, if we go, so do you make any money? So you if make we go, a lot of money. Wait, dude, wait, you're talking me personally? Yeah, oh, I'm talking God. TJ Bierbaum. Do you make any money? Zero dollars at the end of the season. I will not have <laughs> any money. I will have but actively if, if, lost money because the team will have stopped paying to bring me along, and I will have to buy my own plane <laughs> ticket. Let's say if you're going based off of contact throughout a 162 game season, it is statistically likely that if you hold up a bunt at some point, you will make contact with a baseball intentional or not. So I think, yes, it is fast and it will it will not happen because of anything you did. It will just be pure luck that you are able to make contact with the baseball, not even put it in play. But if we were to go off of if you're paying a million dollars per hit that you get in the shortened season last year. Uh, Trey Turner had the most hits in major league baseball with 78. The nationals have to pay him $78 million for that. Uh, in the top four are two Atlanta Braves, Marcelo Zuno was 77 and Freddie Freeman was 73. So last year, if that were the case, the Braves would have had to pay $150 million for Marcelo Zuno and Freddie Freeman. Yeah. Seems like a fair deal to me. Yeah, I mean, I like you. You don't think you could at least just ground out once, TJ? I do like, not you think don't, I. You don't think I'm, you? I if I were to play in an MLB game against a starting MLB pitcher 
me as i currently stand right now i would have better luck yep. not swinging and just praying that the baseball hits me than i would swinging the bat i think i i think you could you could get paid a couple million dollars i think i mean because you think what three at bats a game on average like three at bats a game if you're just swinging at literally everything you don't think you could put, you know, five or six balls in no, play? No, and here's I bet you why. Could. Here's I bet why. all of us could. I would think, like, so if you take a robot, right, and the robot swings to the same part of the strike zone every time, eventually one pitch is going to make it to that part of the strike zone, the robot's going to hit it. I would yep. think about it. I would see the pitcher start to make his throw, and I'd be like, oh, I know where this one's going. And I would be very wrong every time. <laughs> And that I also once, requires. I once uh, went into a batting cage where I was like, I'm going to try this. And I set it to 70 miles an hour, was the speed I set this batting cage to. I took, I think I took, I think I took like 50 swings. I did not hit the ball once. I didn't even graze the ball once. And it was throwing it at the <laughs> same spot every time. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I would like to think that. You know, with professional coaches and just the lightest possible wood bat. <laughs> See, I would like on. to think we this have too, to do that this summer. But I we don't, have to go to a bad I cage. don't think this because I know who I am. <laughs> I know what I'm built like and I know what I look like when I swing a baseball bat. <laughs> this is this is do. reminding me of a stat that I just looked up because if you paid me by baseball's hit um i wouldn't make any money but it's it's reminded me of my favorite football stat which is chase daniel's uh salary per game started which chase daniel's backup quarterback right now for the bears except he's like third string for the bears because now they have carson wentz and mitch trubisky no, Wentz went to the No, Wentz sorry, Wentz went to the Colts. I have had it stuck in Colts. my mind for this whole like... time. Even though I know Wentz went to the Colts. <laughs> I'm like, oh, the Bears just picked him up because I assume the Bears are making bad choices and <laughs> having three starting quarterbacks in the roster and just being like, we'll see how it plays out while paying each of them $20 million. <laughs> um, but Chase Daniels, backup quarterback, third string quarterback for the Chicago Bears, uh, has made $34 million in his career. And if you count that per game started, Chase Daniels makes $6.8 million every time he has started a game. <laughs> that is just, that's the, the perfect NFL Isn't career that the right life? there. Like you, you have played yeah. the game six, not six times, eight times about. My math is very wrong. It's late at night. And by that, I mean it's 842. <laughs> you have played less than 10 times. You've started less than 10 times. The amount of pressure that is on you is so low that when you enter the game, fans expect to make it a good fight. They don't expect you to win. They don't even expect you to make it close. They only expect you to try. Yep. And if you're getting paid $6.8 million each time you just kind of try, that's a pretty good gig. And which is why, coming back full circle, Albert Pujols deserves his contract. Because he's <laughs> trying out there. I guess I... I don't, I don't know if I ever actually answered your question, though. <laughs> no, I got, got a little sidetracked by imagining TJ trying to hit it. 95 mile an hour fastball um it's i mean we can sit here and predict things like all day i i did see an interesting bet today or it was a it was a report i guess of a it was a tweet of a bet and it said the most popular choice to win the world series right now is the chicago white interesting Sox, which i thought well that was the it had the most i i'm pretty sure i read this uh correctly it said the most most bets on a team to win the World Series at this point was was the Chicago White Sox. And I specifically remember us talking last year about 
being nervous about the White Sox, not only last year, but in the future as well. And thinking that they are going to be a dangerous team. So, I mean, people all around the United States seem to think that as well. Interesting. I still think it. I still... So, the Cleveland Bill have dropped out of being a dangerous (laughs) team in my mind. Um, The White Sox are absolutely the number two team in the AL Central. And I... They make me nervous. I don't think that they will surpass the Twins in uh, divisional ranking this year. I do think they're good enough to be a wildcard team. I do think they're good enough to make it farther than the Twins in the playoffs because the Twins will inevitably face the Yankees and lose three games and hit the road. Um, But I don't think the White Sox are going to win the World Series or even make it there. I don't think they're there yet. I think give them three years. Three years. 2024. That's my bet for the White Sox making it to the World Series. I don't know. In one of those years? No, no, no. 2024. The 2024 World Series, the White Sox will make it. I'm putting it in stone right now. I don't have any way to write this down, but we can come back (laughs) to this podcast because we'll obviously still be doing it in three, in four years. Three years. Three years. I'm I'm looking at a couple of sports betting websites right now. And guess, let's see if you can guess who the top five uh, are, which team, which five teams have the highest odds according to these websites. Dodgers. Uh, which, yes, Dodgers are number one. Nats. No, not the Nationals. What? Mm-mm. All right. Um, what about the Padres? Padres. Yes. Padres are number three. Are the White Sox on there? Yes, they are. Are you kidding me? Yeah, the number one, dude. What did I just Are tell you? Are you kidding me? No, no, no. This, this is on the highest odds, not on most bets. Those are two yeah, very the, different numbers. Yeah. So oh, okay. Do- Dodgers okay. have okay. the first spot. Padres have the third spot. Yeah. White Sox have the fifth spot. Uh, can you guess the second and the fourth? Yankees are on there. Yep, they're number two. Rays. No. looking through my list of teams right now just it's the cardinals make sure i don't forget no it is not the cardinals the cardinals are let's see that's one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven they're twelve who who are people confident in in this way yeah the astros no astros are 11th braves rays are 10th braves 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 oh braves they are sixth okay Dude. I'm like, who? <laughs> I have I have no idea. I'm just gonna start what's, guessing what's random the, now. Like, it's the New York Mets. What? What? It, what? Wait. Who? Who is setting these odds? <laughs> is this a person that's never watched baseball before? I. Well, what's his face? Just got traded there, didn't he? Or just got signed? Uh, Lindor. Right? Yeah. Yes. But like Francisco Lindor does not make a team into a World Series champion, as we have seen in the Cleveland Bill. (laughs) Hey, well, look at the New York Knicks this year. Maybe there's some magic happening in New York. So these terrible, nightmarish New York organizations are maybe going to have some life. The New York Knicks are going to have all-stars. New York does not get to claim magic for being a a city with, oh, such sports woes when you have the freaking Yankees. You do not get to claim this. <laughs> Sorry, Mets fans. Your city but has I'm a just good saying team. And it's the worst, most hated team in the world because they suck. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel, DJ. That's surprising. Where Noah, where are the are the twinks they on that list? They are number eight. Okay. Yeah, number eight. That sounds about right. That sounds like a first round exit right there. <laughs> Getting yeah, swept. Make, yeah, that sounds about uh, right. Firmly making them the playoffs. Uh, they are higher than the next uh, team. So they're higher than Cleveland by that's one, two, three, four, five, six spots uh, behind the Sox by uh, four or three. So yeah, I mean, just to solidly making the, playoffs. the validity of this website. The Orioles are last, right? Oh no, the Pirates are. 
The Pirates absolutely they've traded away everyone. Yeah, but, but they're not in the, Baltimore. No, but I mean the the Pirates are <laughs> going to be the worst team in baseball this season. There is no doubt in my mind. There are people talking that they may chase the all-time uh season loss record. Oh. Oh, they they are that bad. How, oh, wasn't it a How few years ago the Twins almost played baseball? What was that? 4 5 years ago? Uh, we uh, we're supposed to be happy that was TJ. towards the end of Dud. Molitor, right? Yeah. Don't don't bring yourself down. Don't bring yourself down like that, my man. Dude, how fun how fun is it going to be to be the Diamondbacks, the Rockies, and the Giants? Like halfway through the season, they're going to be like 50 games back <laughs> in the divisional race. Uh, tying it back into the Cardinals and Nolan Arenado, and Cardinal or the Rockies fans are absolutely livid with the front office. They yeah. are not having a good time right now. It's going to be a tough year to be a Rockies fan. Oh, it's going to suck. But yeah, so the, the bottom five are uh, from 26th to 30th. The Rangers, the Tigers, the Royals, the Rockies, and the Pirates. Orioles are uh, 25th. Oh, that's that's got to look. That's got to be a win for Baltimore <laughs> then, right? I mean... I mean, if you had a division... I mean, not that there are six team divisions, but if you had a division of those six teams, the Orioles are projected to win the division. <laughs> I did see. I maybe that's how they should break up. We've divisions, got the uh, is by where you plays last the year. The prediction of um, playoff odds, and I remember seeing. I don't have it pulled up in front of me, but the Orioles were the only team in the league with a zero percent chance of making the playoffs. Yeah, you sent that to us. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that's yeah. hilarious. That like that's literally statistically impossible to give them a zero percent chance. But <laughs> the people are just like, yeah, no, like literally, they are not making. Imagine the playoffs. feeling that confident <laughs> in any sort of prediction, like we do with everything. But just that that the Orioles are so bad, and the Yankees are good enough, I guess, that the Orioles will not will not make the playoffs under no circumstances will it be possible for the Orioles to make the playoffs see that's like my favorite that's my favorite way to to do any sort of gambling like when I'm at the like the horse track or something that's the one I'm looking for I'm looking for that bet right there because you put like two dollars on the Orioles to make a, a miracle run to the playoffs and you win like a thousand dollars if they make it because the odds are so against you that's that's speaking my name you know i there was i might be a a low-key orioles (laughs) fan from the east this year i might be checking in on my boys in baltimore just to see how you know one of my podcast uh, puts bets out our official bet is two dollars on the orioles to win the world series yep because if they do you will be a billionaire (laughs) <laughs> Do you see there was a, a story I think someone it was a, like a basketball better parlayed it was like five or six different bets but they parlayed a hundred dollar bet into five hundred thousand dollars or something like that something ridiculous oh my gosh yeah that's uh, it's gotta be pretty nerve wracking yeah. watching all yeah. five of those I, I saw someone there was a tweet about um, someone tried to guess like all the major major sports champions for the year and, and they were like one away or something like that, which is going to be a huge cash out. But anyway, while we're, why is sports gambling not legal in Minnesota? <laughs> yeah. Not is yet. This, is, this, is that a separate podcast? <laughs> <laughs> like, um, while we are on the topic of baseball, can we get official predictions from the Q4 podcast? I, we did these last year and I got to say they didn't go great. So, yeah. We're going to try them again and see if maybe maybe one of these years when we start a season off week one and we make a prediction for the championship, one of these years, we will get it right. We do four sports a year. We we have been going for three years now. So the odds are in the same way that if you put me in a batter's box for an entire season, odds are I'll get a hit at some point. <laughs> The odds are good that one of us will one day get one of the World Series teams correct. <laughs> so what are what are our picks for this season, gentlemen? 
Unofficial pick Cardinals win the World Series in six games over the Twins. Uh, official prediction for the Q4 podcast. Uh, Padres will beat the Rays in seven. Mm. I think for what it's worth, we need to revisit this opening day and just kind yeah, of see it, where it, we're yeah, at. It, it's, yeah, case, it, it's kind of, you know, because this is literally the first, 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 first day. What like, other day is there to do this, Anthony? <laughs> opening day. Well, I'm we saying are going the, in like, this opening with day. the, like, the we... smallest amount of bias possible and the least information. <laughs> that is where we thrive. That's that's, and by thrive, I mean produce like our the... best content. <laughs> yes, that's true. That's where most of our content falls. Um, well, that being said, I'm I'm just going to do this to try to make, you know, try to make some waves. I'm going to say... The World Series is a battle for New York. Oh, interesting. It's the New York Yankees and the New York Mets in the World that, Series. That, and I think the Mets are going to win. That would be seven. one of the most boring World Series ever. <laughs> that would be one where it's just like, well, let's just call it. Want both these teams to lose. But I've been I've been picking with my heart too much. I keep putting the twins in there, so I'm trying to do the old Q4 look the other way and see what happens. <laughs> the, the Q4 don't mention it because maybe it's us that's the problem. Yes, right. Uh, I think we established that you're the curse, TJ. We, we have established it. So neither the, I have to mention two teams that like the official TJ prediction is Los Angeles versus New York. Um, Ugh, get out of here. I'm going to say that only because I don't want either of them to get it. My actual prediction. So I got that out of the way, and now the baseball universe has heard me. It has decided that Los Angeles and New York will not make the World Series. So I'm free to make whatever pick I want. And I am saying... I'm going to go very bold here. Very bold because I like what they've done in the offseason. All right? Okay. Toronto over San Diego Mm. in seven. Okay. Okay. I can see that. Hmm. I don't agree with it, but yeah, I I can see that. (laughs) Well, you better agree with it because Hmm. I'm right. Uh, no, you're not. Obviously. Heck out of here. You, you did have one. What was your good prediction last year? Didn't you actually have like a legit, really good prediction? I don't remember. I don't remember what I said two weeks ago on this podcast. Yeah. Oh, there was, this was, I was going to say, I feel like that's so rare that you would remember it. It was, it was two uh, years ago. TJ said that the twins would win plus 90 plus games, mm. make the postseason, and then get swept by the Yankees in the first round of the playoffs. And that is exactly what happened. Only the predictions that end in sadness (laughs) go well for me. My prediction for the twin season goes like this. They will win the division. They will make the playoffs. The curse will continue. This time, it won't be against the Yankees. It'll be Toronto. Toronto will sweep the Twins and then proceed on that nice stretch to the World Series. Interesting. Hmm. Also, the Yankees won't make the playoffs. Because Toronto (laughs) and Tampa Bay are going to take it. (laughs) The Yankees are going to get hit by a meteor. And all their players are going to say, we don't like baseball anymore. And they're going to leave the team. And there will never be baseball in New York ever again. Except, Except for the for other the team that plays in New York right now. 2021 champion New York <laughs> Mets. I think what what has really made sports more interesting, especially the NFL, is just picking a team that you have no real reason to like or appreciate. Like, that's... That's just caused me so much happiness with what the Cleveland Browns are doing now that I just I just want to do that with every sport now. Like I just want for no reason to start liking the Orioles. I was about to like, suggest, do we throw I, our weight not, behind the the team that is guaranteed not to make the playoffs this year? Do we just throw our support behind them and say, go and get them? I mean, like, who would be mad if they made it? Because they're obviously beating or at least getting close to beating the Yankees in the division. So, like, it's it's a win all around in in my eyes. I'm on. I'm into well, it. You know what? I'm I will officially declare myself for this season uh, a Baltimore Oriole fan, and uh, 
I'm going to follow them on ESPN, on the ESPN app, so I can get updates about them. Um, I'm going to learn like two of their players' names, and then I'm going to be all in on the Baltimore <laughs> a little, Orioles. A little fun year. fact for you as a, as a uh, newly christened Orioles fan. Uh, the Baltimore Orioles yep. used to be the St. Louis Browns. Uh, and la- last <laughs> oh, time dude. they appeared in the World Series, I, I think, was in 1944. Uh, when oh, the uh, oh St. Louis Cardinals and the St. Louis Browns played in the St. Louis series. Car- Cardinals won See, that one. But. If, if I ever needed justification, I've never gotten such great justification <laughs> right there. That was so right fast that, I, that your choice was, in. was validated by historical <laughs> facts. <laughs> yeah. How, how good does that feel? You make a total blind judgment call and there's some history to back you up, dude. I... I love it, man. I'm going to let's go. Give me the roster right now. I'm going to start clicking oh, Sorry, around. that was uh that was wrong. Uh that was not their last appearance. That was their first appearance. Uh it was in 1944. Uh the Orioles have won the World Series 3 times in 66, 70, and 83. I was going to say last appearance in 1944 feels like something we need to talk about more. If if they haven't made it in 80 years. But. Yeah. They've they've won in the last fifty. So <laughs> I didn't even realize. Yeah, as, as soon as I said that, I knew it didn't sound right. Um, you know, speaking of which, uh, TJ, if you're looking for a team, there are uh, six franchises that have never won a World Series. Um, uh, if you want to uh, pick one of those teams to root for, uh, you have the Tampa Bay Rays, the Colorado Rockies, the Seattle Mariners, Milwaukee Brewers, San Diego Padres. And the Texas Rangers. I so I feel wow, they've never I won. feel myself like here's the thing. Okay. I'm I'm talking about Toronto San Diego World Series because I love what they've done in the offseason. I think Fernando Tatis Jr. is great in San Diego. He's gonna be great for a long time. I think they've got a good system going there. I think Toronto is somehow just deciding on a whim to make a push like they, they really didn't <laughs> seem all that concerned with being anything other than third or fourth in the division but suddenly they have decided that oh we can pick up players in the offseason and then they'll come here and play baseball for us how cool is that <laughs> right so they did that a lot and now i think they're gonna be good um and i i I feel myself being drawn towards the Padres just because I think they're fun. I think they're electric. But now I feel like it's a bit of I've missed my chance because now they're already going to be good. I can't hop on them and say, I think they're going to get really good because we know they're going to be really good. So, oh, man, I... You got to pick someone. I don't see. Okay. I can't pick the Rays because they're also getting good. They're also being good. Although their manager is going to keep pulling pitchers in the first three innings of a World Series game. (laughs) Screwing everything up for them. Uh, I can't root for for Milwaukee because I know Noah would reach through the internet and punch me if I decided to root for Milwaukee. Yeah. Even though that's the one I kind of want to. I think you should punch yourself if you did that. Um, What were the other teams, Noah? Let's see. You've got the Tampa Bay Rays, the Colorado Rockies. Rockies, the Seattle Mariners, the Milwaukee Brewers, the San Diego Padres, the Texas Rangers. I feel like the one that fits best is the Seattle Mariners because they're the other sad team in the MLB <laughs> that have come so close. You know, they got the wi- the winningest record through one season, but didn't make didn't win the World Series. So I feel like I feel like I'm going to become a Mariners fan this season. <laughs> it's gonna it's That's fair. it's gonna be a situation where I'm not going to get any happier because of this. I already know that the Mariners are going to be bad this year, but why not? Why not add a little sadness to my life? I don't have enough. <laughs> Noah, do you want to pick one, or do you feel like you're already stretched thin enough <laughs> with with the Twins and the, I don't know, and the Cardinals? I, um... Hmm. I don't know. Let's say all the teams on this list. I, I don't know. Like the, 
the Texas Rangers, and I don't know, uh, they they were the ones who gave the Cardinals the World Series in 2011, gave us uh, one of the greatest moments in sports history with David Freeze's walk-off home run and the game-tying triple. Yeah. Uh, Padres, yeah, feel the same way about, uh, you know, they're already good, so it's not like we're creating the bandwagon, we're jumping on it. Can't root for the Brewers, although they do have Colton Wong, so I will, I will have a little more sympathy toward them. Uh, don't really have any connections to the Mariners, the Rockies. I just feel sad for them now, um, and it feels I weird. I feel to- like you <laughs> should root for the Rockies simply because they're the reason your team is going to be so good this year. I don't know. It, it feels weird to like commit highway robbery against them and then say, "Oh yeah, but you guys can do good this year." Yeah, we believe in you. It just that feels stealing mocking someone's in, in car on the highway and then cheering for them in their high school basketball <laughs> game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then the Rays are good as well. So, oh uh, gosh, I guess by default I'd have to go with the Mariners or the Rangers in that one. Um, uh, that's surprising to me that the Mariners haven't won one. They like, wasted Ichiro. Some- now that I'm thinking about it, I'm already getting mad. Like I'm a fan of the Seattle Mariners. Like you wasted <laughs> Ichiro's <laughs> we career. We had Ichiro. We didn't make it. Ken Griffey Jr. We didn't make it happen. Huh. Man, oh my gosh! I shouldn't have done this. Yeah. Also, get mad about it all over again. <laughs> if you want to, one other thing to be mad about the uh, the Mariners, they uh, hold the record for most wins in a single season and did nothing with it. Yeah, they had 116 wins in 2001 and couldn't do anything with that season. Yeah, because the, this is the team I am spiritually drawn to. <laughs> right if there's any other team that can just boost how sad i am about the state of sports that i root for it's teams that get so close constantly that have everything set up like the minnesota vikings you know the winningest team ever to not win a super bowl that just feels <laughs> right to root for the team that has never won even though they hold the record for most wins I think it's fitting. I think we're all finding some uh, some legitimacy mm-hmm. to our claims here. Which Anthony, which I think good. I might join you as an Orioles fan. We'll just yeah, we'll do it. Please, the orange yeah, and the, black. Uh, the, they got the St. Louis connection. We'll do it. Also, well, random. I, I love that you're uh, hopping. Another... You're both hopping onto a team that is in a division that will completely beat them down. We're not expecting them to do anything okay. this season. We're just in in the next couple of years. Just keep your eye on the Orioles. You gotta you gotta think about risk and reward here, TJ. Look at the risk we're taking. There's a literal zero percent chance they're making it to the playoffs, <laughs> and and we know that as diehard <laughs> Orioles fans, we understand that. But the reward is winning the division. Seeing that. Not only the Boston Red Sox are not winning the division, but the New York Yankees are not winning the division. Just to me, this is just total, complete, 100% upside and little to no downside here until they sweep the Twins in the playoffs. Then it will be a little bit of downside. But other than that, man, I'm just seeing all upside right now. Really random. Do you guys want a random stat that'll make you mad right now? Yes. So the New York Yankees have gotten above uh, 100 wins three times. Uh, sorry. They, um, what? Sorry. They, they On the list of uh, winningest seasons, they have three places there because two of those were before the, the schedule expanded to 162 games. Um, but three games with a, an above 700 win percentage. They, they're on that list three times. They've won the World Series every single time they've been that good. Cool, I'm mad again. <sighs> Were the Twins the winningest team two years ago or not? Mm, they didn't have the best record in the MLB. I don't think so. I don't no. think so. Okay. I, I honestly thought, as soon as you started talking about that, I thought it was going to come back to, you know who's been the winningest team 15 times but didn't win the world series in any of those the minnesota twin like i don't know that just seems like a twin st- actually it's more of like a viking stat, i i do want whatever. to 
to give you guys, I, I did a little Baltimore Orioles history research very quickly right now. Um, nice. Just to give you a taste of it, you, you said that in a couple years, you're in it for the long game, and long game, I'm assuming you mean mm-hmm. three to four years, right? No, we're talking, we're, the talking division? Sure. we're talking three to four decades here, my man. Okay, I was going to say, the Baltimore Orioles have won the AL East twice since I was born. In Yikes. my lifetime, they hey. have won the division twice. One of those times was the year I was born. Well, I, we're in it for the long game. You're in it for, you're in it for all. You've like dedicated that, that. yourself for life to this team. <laughs> yeah, just like that. With just no, really no, no rhyme or reason. And, with no decision-making yeah, process other than, I think I'm going to root for this team now. <laughs> you have decided. See, this is gonna make this is gonna make a great story for my grandkids when I'm like a part owner of the Orioles and I just am a diehard fan. Great, but when did you start liking the Orioles? Well, I did this podcast and just kind of decided one night that the Orioles were gonna be my grandpa. Team. What's a you know, podcast? I have, I, have, I have an issue with that statement, uh, saying that you did a podcast. I think you meant I am doing this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Early uh, 3,000 episodes ago, we talked about the Orioles. Back when it was a podcast and not a three-team sports league, we recorded an episode where I became fans (laughs) of the Baltimore Orioles. And I bought them because that episode was so popular that they just gave (laughs) us the Baltimore Orioles. They said, we don't want to deal with this anymore. And they gave him away. Speak it into existence, my friend. I know I'm understanding why you like the Orioles too. You have the the bird connection yeah. there, and the St. Louis connection. I mean, it's all it's almost obvious for you. Yeah. At plus, this for point. whatever reason, I'm just like maybe it's because they have the same color scheme as the Cleveland Browns, but I'm really digging their uniforms too. Yeah, man. I guess I should say a similar color scheme. They don't have any brown in there, but you know. It's black, orange, white, and gray. So, but, but like neither really do the Browns. The Browns are kind of just dark. Yeah, like one the, jersey but, set that is entirely brown, Anthony. Well, the jerseys, but like their color scheme, like their helmets for the last eight thousand years, they call themselves the Browns, and they quote unquote have brown helmets, but they're orange. Like now, I that's not fooling I'm, anybody. So I'm partially colorblind, and I look at their helmets and I think that could be brown. Is it brown? I don't think so. I mean, no, like that that's this thing. Yeah. You you have to go, oh yeah, that that could be brown. It's not like, yep, that's brown. Or like put the bulldog on there or something. Like, I don't know. Do something better yeah. than having the, dark. Their helmet orange. is definitively orange. Uh, they, they, I mean they yes. have a brown stripe on their helmet, but it that is an orange helmet. And also, uh, I'm not going to take color advice from the guy who's colorblind. Sorry, TJ, but no, it's think just you not should only, You should exclusively take color advice from the guy who's colorblind. <laughs> really quick before we... I really do really do like the Viking scheme of being blue and gold all these years. You know what I mean? Really quick before we wrap up, when we were talking about um, the, the chances of, of getting a hit... Uh, my brain started turning and I wanted to ask you guys. So what do you think would be easier for you? What, what would you have a better chance of doing? Uh, hitting a curveball pitch from Yadier Molina or catching a ground ball and throwing out big sexy himself Bartolo Colon? Oh, it's, it's throwing out Bartolo Colon without a chance. Right. Like, so like if, 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 if you are at the third, uh, third base bag, you get a grounder, soft grounder from Bartolo Colon. You think you'd be able to pick that up and throw it over and get him out uh, easier than you could uh, hit a, say, like 50 mile an hour pitch from Yadier Molina. See, I do not think that I could do it, but I do think it would be easier than the alternative. Because I think the grounder and throwing him out is 100% absolutely. easier. Absolutely. 50 miles an hour? Are yeah, you kidding that's me? That's that so fast. I strike out in slow pitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The, quickly, why are we not on a slow pitch softball team? 
and just call ourselves the Q4 podcast. See, we we like, we, why we is would that be except for the fact that like we live in different states, and then there was a pandemic. So yeah, maybe there will be. We should. We should. We absolutely <laughs> should. Noah, do you think which do you think you would be? Which do you think would be easier? Cologne. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. I agree. Yachty pitched now, in the um, um, Caribbean series, and he actually looked all right. He struck out a batter, and that batter played baseball for money. So, <laughs> <laughs> good point. Good point. <laughs> I mean, if you paid me five bucks and I went out there, I would also be someone that played baseball for money. True, but this person was paid. Or if you eight. if you got one hit, you'd yeah. be a millionaire. So. I think the MLB should switch to that pricing strategy, by the way, to bring it <laughs> back full circle. Well, okay. The kind of like a six because we started way, <laughs> way off and then we, we hit a topic and I'm coming back to that topic. That was kind of the first real topic we hit. If the MLB switched their pricing model to that, do you know how many guys they just wouldn't have to pay? Quite a few. The American league wouldn't have to pay their Almost. pitchers. Yeah. I was gonna say almost all the yeah, Jose Rios out here pitching for major. free because he doesn't. He gets what one hit a season, maybe. I think this is a brilliant strategy. It's gonna be better than they're paying him now. I don't. I don't yeah. know that they would play, but I think if if we could convince them that this is for the best in baseball, I think we give it a try. And this will be how we run the pricing on the for, Cleveland Bill. And for like all the Astros players, every hit they get, uh, they actually pay us a million dollars as punishment, and they have it's, to. When we own the league, so that's the how Astros we sus- will actually they will start at a set budget for the season, and for every hit they get, they will lose money. So they have to choose between either losing 162 games or paying the league lots of money. I like it. That feels like a huge violation of uh, CBA and player rights. Yeah, it was a huge violation of everything when they cheated, Noah. (laughs) Yep, they forfeited that entire CBA in my eyes. I'm just saying, like, I I totally agree with you guys that that should happen. I just, you know, uh, this this is why we need to get our ownership of the league first before we implement that. Right. So are we aiming for oh, ownership for sure. of the is, league or just ownership of individual teams? If we become owners of every team, do we just kind of take over the league by default? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. hundred percent. So we can the just Cleveland choose Bill, to- which is one team with 32 subsidiaries or 30 mm-hmm. subsidiaries. That might actually be more fun than outright buying the league. Because then we could just like purchase each individual team and then just like choose to ignore Rob Manfred. <laughs> oh yeah. I What's like he gonna this. do? Fine this us? We can't. we own thirty baseball teams. Do you think a fine's gonna do anything? We we just surpass him with monetary value and, and he is no longer the MLB relevant. becomes a republic except the republic is only us <laughs> it's just the three so it's like sort of working our way into just it's a t- new person in charge but now it feels more democratic <laughs> it's the first ever triarchy and uh it's us three and it's of a major sports or major yeah, we sport. don't really hold any like real it. power we're just in charge of baseball. And most of but, what but happens at the same is time, that we don't change anything except now the Astros are automatically bad. Sign me up. <laughs> we we don't hold any power, but at the same time, we hold all and of the power. And that's the secret. <laughs> Before we wrap up here, can I take us on a, a completely different, like just 180, just, you know, completely unrelated to what we were just talking about it's really random and really quick so going back to the cleveland browns uniform do you remember the old elf mascot they had like the kind of derpy one holding the football back in like the 60s uh so i saw there's a a cleveland.com apparently just like had a like uh, a fan art submitted uh article written about um 
Brown's uniform redesigns. And there is one user. They're actually like pretty sick looking uniforms. Uh, but for the mascot suggested uh, bringing back the elf, but using Link from the Legend of Zelda as that elf as their mascot. And he's dressed in uh, uh, orange and brown uh, with a sword that says Cleveland on it. And it's just mesmerizingly weird. Dude. That sounds amazing. I'm going to see if I... Let's see if amazing. I can send it to the uh, the group chat right now. Yeah, it's just it's like the, the yes. uniforms themselves. They they have like five uniform suggestions, uh, and I I kind of dig the uniforms. They're just the the juxtaposition of Legend of Zelda and Cleveland Browns is something that I I didn't even think was a possibility. I didn't. It just it it's so so weird. But hey, uh, yeah, that sounds amazing. I mean, it's it's pretty nice. That it's it's swapping in one mythical place for another, right? Link lives in Hyrule, and now he lives in Cleveland. Cleveland's not real. <laughs> yeah, Cleveland's not a real place. Well, that this just gets back to your, for some reason, hatred of the state of Ohio. It's not so. a hatred so much as it is a strong dislike. Also, <laughs> I know for a fact there are a couple people who do not listen to this podcast specifically because of how much I have ripped on Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> So, also, uh, well, shout out to those folks. If you Google hatred, uh, the first synonym is uh, strong dislike. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess you can say I have a hatred of Ohio then. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, I feel like it's justified. No other state has had a river that was so full of garbage that it set on fire and everyone just kind of went, eh. I mean, true, but that was also like 40 years ago. You weren't alive for that. I I get sad about the Minnesota Twins and when they lost a long time ago. I get yeah, happy about the 1991 World Series. I wasn't alive for that, but it's the yeah, last but, time my life tasted joy. Yeah, but they're still losing now, so your sadness <laughs> makes sense. Cleveland has moved on. The river is cleaner now. <laughs> Do you know that? Yes. Have you been there? <laughs> when is the last time you've heard of the Cleveland River setting on fire? When the writers brought it out of the show, because again, Cleveland doesn't exist. <sighs> for, for all those Ohioans, <laughs> people who are not listening to Ohio because TJ specifically dislikes Ohio, I am with you. I I guess I can't say I'm with you, but like I, I've never really been. I've never been to Ohio. Uh, can't say anything strongly positive but i can't say anything strongly neg negative like i can just say it exists so uh if that's more affirmation that, than tj can give i'll no, give it so you guys no, exist. you just said you have never been there how can you unequivocally claim that it exists i've had family who's been there this this is fair and i did not know that <laughs> and i wish i would have known that before <laughs> this trying does to make get this into claim. a yeah it does get into like the philosophical question <laughs> what of is how Ohio, do we know anything really, exists, other so. than a state <laughs> yeah. of arbitrary borders that's put up. Ohio's is more of a state of mind, yeah. in, I think. In order to understand anything, you must first question everything. <laughs> Specifically, <Exactly>. Ohio. <laughs> the first I... thing Aristotle did <laughs> when he was writing any book was just ponder. <laughs> he just thought about Ohio. It was like now I'm ready Gosh, to write. I ethics. feel weird today. Now I get it. How do how do I put a name on how I feel today? You know what? Ohio. That's the perfect way to describe how I feel today. What the heck is this podcast? Hashtag <laughs> Romo2020. Hashtag go browns. Hashtag Teddy got signed. Hashtag spoof for boof. Hashtag Kevin. Hashtag Minshew Mania. Hashtag Jolt the Bolts. Hashtag Cobb Bostis. Hashtag Kiss Crutter. Hashtag plug me in. Hashtag heck off Stan. Hashtag WTF WFT. Hashtag Bill the Puma. Hashtag it wing. Hashtag Chow. Hashtag hire Jacob Schneider. Hashtag ham sandwich. Hashtag base food basscocker. Hashtag Aristotelian Ohio. Hashtag Ohio does exist, but I still don't particularly like it. And with that, from all of us at the Q4 podcast, you can find us on Twitter at the Offside SN. On Facebook, we are there as the Offside Sports Network. 
go to our website, offsidesportsota.com. We thank you so much for being one of our 10 listeners, and we will see you next time. We don't have any really strong feelings towards you, Ohio.